Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Malcolm. Hi, um, my name is Malcolm. Um, I really like video games, and my question is, what if all of What If World had a pool party? Bye, I love your show. Malcolm, I am so grateful for this question. One of the great joys and privileges of my youth was getting to swim in my grandmother's pool each summer. So maybe I'll join those what-if characters for their pool. Pool buddy! Oh, hi, Fred. Last one in has to float on the inflatable lion. And watch out! They bite! Wendy and a Joan, Abacus, you're here too. Everybody's here, Mr. Eric. That's what Marshall's question said. Right, of course. Thanks, JFCat. Even I'm here, as many listeners have requested more Pixicado. Well, thank goodness you could make it. Now, uh, where's the pool? You mean you cannot see it yet? Did you start the story already? I'm sure you'll see it once you're in What If World. Oh, great. Could I just call, uh, not laying on the inflatable lion? You got a problem with inflatable pool lions? No, just a problem with... Being bitten and... I'm pretty sure that wasn't in Malcolm's question. So you should be totally safe. Okay, then. Let's find out what if all of What If World had a pool party. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. 
We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Life had gotten busy for you, as life often does. But if you don't spend at least a little time looking back, and a little time right where you are, then it can get hard to keep moving forward. Uh, Wendy, Anna, I'm sorry, what's happening here? Shh, she's narrating, Mr. Eric. Just go with it. Could you all start sending me a memo or something? So I, I know when there's going to be an, another narrator. So today you're here to relax and dip your toes into the what-if world pool of thought. Did you say pool of thought? Thought it was just going to be like a regular swimming pool. And there you see it spreading out before you. The day gets warmer as you approach, and your bare feet step over soft, squishy grass. Okay, who took my shoes? I think it was Abacus. You stand at the edge of the pool of thought. The water collects here at the base of a hill, before spreading out in curious little giggling streams that connect this pool to the next one. And the one after that. But let's be clear, nothing bad's gonna happen if I dip my toes in the water. Dragon Ball Stash! Says Draco Max. He'd taken off his papery prosthetic wings and replaced them with rubbery ones so he could enjoy a swim in the pool. Come in, Mr. Eric. The water is fine. Yeah, I know that. It's dripping all over me. Nice cannonball. You know you want to do one. Now maybe you dove in the pool right away, but Mr. Eric still needs a minute. Hey, can you read my thoughts? I'm just noticing how Mr. Eric hesitates, but he's still soaked in pool water, and so are you. And as that water drips past your ears, you hear a question from a listener named Cece. Hi, my name is Cece. I live in Missouri. I'm nine years old, and my favorite what-if characters are Zizi and Fred the dog. And my what-if question is, what if grown-ups thought candy was healthy for you, and kids thought vegetables were, um, tasted like candy? Bye, I love your show. You know, Wendy and I once answered a very similar question in episode 40. You were there. Oh, if you're going into an old story with candy, could you bring back some snacks? What do you mean, going into an old story? And there you go. Back to a time when there was more than one Wendyanna Joan. There was me in the past, pot school teacher, pot inventor, and me in the future, who hardly ever stopped inventing. Just dump all your candy in this box and it will come out healthy. Oh, but healthy stuff tastes gross. Now, class, that is not always the case. Yeah, Miss Wendy steams a mean broccoli. Thank you, Hess. Thank you, but I'd like to try that healthy candy all the same. It's all right. Huh. Very well, Dr. Joan. You've already disrupted my class enough. And all the kids tossed their little hard butterscotch candies in that box and... After one bright flash, the learningator dumped all the candy back out. Mmm, just as good. We can eat all the candy we want. Just remember, y'all, that every healthy habit is about moderation. Eh?
But the class wasn't listening. They were already pulling out every little hidden piece of candy from the classroom. They had bits in their pockets and their backpacks and stuffed inside their desks. Huh, it's been a long time since I've heard that story, Wendyanna. You realize that you are listening to a clip episode. Oh, that makes sense. And you can take new lessons from these old stories and talk about how they were far from perfect. And that's okay. I've learned now that I can feed my hunger and my bunger, nourish my body and my soul without having to eat an unlimited amount of healthy candy. You ponder this lesson and realize everyone's glaring at you because you forgot to bring back candy. Wait, okay, so now Fred's narrating? Fred the dog floats by on an inflatable flamingo, chewing on his magic dental stick that makes his teeth stronger and come back. So he can just chew and chew and chew all day long. I don't know, Fred. Remember when you became president and you chewed the entire what house? And then you thought you could rebuild it in the internet and somehow bring it back to what if world? Rambled on, Mr. Eric, forgetting to play the what if question from Eddie. Oh, sorry, Eddie. Hello, my name is Eddie. Uh, I like dinos and elephants. I'm six and a half years old. I live in Missouri. My favorite character is Fred the dog. One of my questions is, what if somebody got sucked into the internet? Thank you. Love your show. Bye. You realize that these questions are new, but they relate to stories that have already been told. Like that time I was chewing on Pipeo's pipe after already eating the whole White House. Oh, this pipe has some dirt on it, and the smell really bad. It's almost as good as a stick. Fred for meowing out loud. Hey, I quit chewing on my magic sewer pipe. A voice echoed from inside the pipe. Fred leapt back in alarm. Hey, what are you doing in the White House? Hey, what are you doing to chewing on my pipe? Said Pipeo, and the little sewer wizard suddenly stretched out of the pipe, plopping down in his purple overalls and wielding his wand wrench warily. Step away from my magic pipe. Oh, wait, you're a wizard. You can rebuild this house for us. I don't know. I kind of like the open air concept. And just like that, it started to rain. Oh, I love the rain. I love the smell of it. And the way it makes me wet so I can roll in mud. And the way it makes everybody smell just a little damper and a little stinkier. Well, your administration can't work in the rain. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, we build a house and then I go out to play in the rain later. I'm sorry, Fred. But I don't have those kind of powers outside of the Interwatt. Fred, the Interwatt's not gonna help you. We've gotta rebuild this house right here and now. What in the Interwatt? You can build it a thousand houses in like a day. Oh, that sounds a lot easier, yeah. But Fred, I thought you were supposed to be a smarter president than me. Yet I'm very smart. That's why I go to the Interwatt and I come back with a better wild house than ever. The rainwater had filled up one of the sewer pipes, right to brimming. And as the rain died down and the drizzle dried up, Pipeo wielded his wand. And a perfect, bright-colored rainbow stretched right out of the pipe. 
Oh, and I get to ride a pretty rainbow. That's not a real rainbow. It's just an inter-rainbow. Yeah, but the colors are so much brighter than a normal rainbow. Fred, you gotta ride the rainbow now before it disappears. Oh, yeah. The rainbow seemed to be getting sucked inside the pipe. So Fred lashed out with his tongue at the last second, grabbing the edge of that colorful bow in. And let's go! <laughs> he and Pipeo sped down the pipe, leaving JF Cat alone in the damp field. <laughs> oh, my fur is so smooth and pixelated. Oh, yeah, you like a digital dog now. Fred and Pipeo were in a wide open space. There was no floor or ceiling. There were no walls or air. There was no up or down. Oh, this is weird. You find yourself in the water now. The pool of thought swirls around you, and you hear this story anew. You know that a quick fix isn't really a fix at all. You know that there's no replacement for a roof over your head. And then you hear the next question from Zion. Hi, my name's Zion, and my favorite thing is a lion, and my question is, what if a house turned into a spaceship? Thank you, bye. Oh, now the inflatable lion makes sense. Why are you floating on me? I think I was narrated here, along with the listener. I'm just trying to relax, so there's no reason for anyone to bite anyone else. Whoa, were you gonna bite me? No, of course not. And you're not gonna bite me, right? That you even have to ask is a little offensive. You're right. I'm so embarrassed. I'm just gonna jump in the water and splash around. The water is cool when you imagine it to be, and warm when you get too cold. Across this hill, every character you have ever imagined is swimming in this pool or that. There is enough for all of us. Yeah, but sometimes What If World just feels so crowded. Like in episode 35, where Peter the Realtor goes to help Zack and Zizi, only to find out he's not very good at city planning. And Peter the Realtor called Every client he knew, everyone that was still looking for a house, and got them to move to Howville. Brains, 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 said Zed the zombie, unpacking his station wagon. I know, said Zizi. I'm so glad we get to be neighbors. And my house has SPF 1000 windows. No more sunburns for Cacula. <laughs> But as everybody got into their houses, they realized Peter the Realtor had been right. They were packed really close together, and now there was no park for any of them to enjoy. Zizi, I wish we hadn't picked the middle house in the spiral. I know, Zack. It takes me ten minutes to ride my bike out of here. I get really dizzy in the process. They were both riding their bikes along the winding street. Around and around and around as the spiral got bigger. It's just gonna take so much longer to get to school now, said Zack. And then they heard a... From above, they looked up and saw Howie the house floating above them. Whoa, Howie! I heard you didn't want to be late for school, said the flying house. Um, so did you like... Remember how to be a spaceship or something? Huh? What do you mean? 
Oh, it's just that houses in What If World usually aren't rocket-powered, said Zizi. Oh dear, Peter's never going to be able to sell all of us now. And at that very moment, Peter flew by in his very own self-built pirate ship space house. This is the greatest day of my life! Um, I think he'll be okay, Howie. You are swimming below the surface of the water now, surrounded by a pocket of air that can take you high or low, or even float you above the pool altogether. But this is not merely magic. It takes work. You see Abacus P. Grumbler swimming above you, magic wand held aloft. Just before... Actually, Fred, you should probably leave that magic wand alone. As have you not learned anything? Fortunately, Wendyana has built a backup submersible in case Amicus's magic fails, as it often does. Well, maybe my magic wouldn't fail so often if someone didn't chew my wands. Oh, that reminds me of a question from Sam. Hi, my name is Sam. Um, I live in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I like Legos. I like video games. I like reading. I like a lot of stuff. But my what if questions is, what if Abacus P. Grumbler turned into an actual Abacus? Thanks. I love your show. Oh, yeah. Mr. Eric answered that question in episode 230. And isn't it amazing how so many listeners have had similar questions over so many years? How our pools of thought can all be connected as long as we keep them giggling, curious little streams flowing from one to the next. And as long as we remember to chew our food before swallowing. Fred, that's not at all what we were talking about. Forget it. Abacus P. Grumbler had just put on his least singed and patched up robe because today was an important day. I get to teach my first maths class. <laughs> I like saying it with the extra S. It makes me feel fancy. Who are you talking to, Abacus? I was just talking aloud to myself. Don't you ever narrate your life? I know when I'm chewing on a stick. <laughs> Wait a second. Fred the dog, why am I hearing your voice on the other side of the door into my office? And why does it sound like you're chewing on a wand? Nothing. Nothing indeed. Abigail burst into his classroom. And there was Fred the dog chewing on the wizard's very last wand. Fred, you get that out of your mouth. It wasn't me, I promise. But you're still chewing on it. Give me No, I'm almost done not chewing on it. Just because you're missing teeth doesn't mean you can't chew. The wand blinked out of existence. And as for Abacus... Fred, did you just get bigger or did I just get smaller? I don't know, but I feel a lot bigger now that you're just a little Abacus. Oh, did I turn into a child? No, you turned into a little Abacus. Oh, so I'm just miniaturized. Why can I not look at myself? Because you don't have eyes because you're a little abacus. I had eyes when I was little. You're really confusing me. I don't know how else I can explain this to you. It really doesn't help when you just use the same words again. Oh, okay, okay. So you know how before you were a big abacus? Yes. 
when now you're little, and an abacus. <sighs> well, little abacus or big, I just need my wand, and I can set this all straight. I don't know where the wand went. Someone must have ran off with it, other than me, because I did not do any of this. Then I'm going to need to pair with another magical being in order to channel any of my spells. Oh dear. I know, we'll just go see Fair Elise. Wow, Fred, in a hundred episodes, you've gone from chewing people's entire houses to chewing just a few sticks. Do you mean my prized wand collection? Hey, practice makes progress, Abacus. Just like I'm practicing, not breaking all your glassware. Uh, thanks, JFCat. You, you did have a problem breaking my crystal balls for a while and a few potions, I think. Meow, instead, I'm just knocking the potions into this pool where they don't break. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, JFCat, exactly how many potions did you knock into the pool? Uh, all, all, all of them. Why? Oh, dear. Well, I didn't break any. I noticed that none of these uh, bottles were corked, JF Cat. Is there a reason for that? Oh, yes. I am practicing only chewing on corks. Fred, I can't believe how much we've both grown. Yeah, and also this pool is growing. Mr. Eric, you should probably uh, get out of your submersible and out of the pool altogether. And you should get out of the pool, too, if you haven't already. Now, everybody, stay calm. We know that this can't not be another time vortex. Because Mr. Eric did that last year. So it's probably some other totally original horrible thing that's about to happen to everybody. But let's approach it like a scientist, with glee and curiosity. And just a little bit of fear? Well, yeah, that's always healthy, too. The end. Malcolm, Cece, Zion, Eddie, thank you all for your ideas. Please keep sharing them and telling your own stories. Is there a popular fairy tale or story that you'd like to see us adapt? Maybe put it in the form of a what-if question and email us at whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're in the U.S., call 205-605-WHAT. That's 9428. And no matter what, please get your grown-up's permission and help if you need it. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who can enjoy an old story from a new perspective. And until we meet again, keep wondering. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? <laughs> We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. <laughs> New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts, search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.